ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد So carrying on then with the section regarding the du'as to be recited before sleep min adhkarin nawm laqad arshada an-nabiyyul karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-muslima indama ya'wi ila firashihi liyanama ila jumlatin min al-adab al-'adhima wal-khisal al-karima والتي يترتب على محافظته عليها وعنايته بها آثار حميدة عديدة منها هدوءه في نومه وسكونه وراحته وسلامته من الشرور والآفات وليصبح من ذلك النوم على نفس طيبة أو نفس طيبة وهمة عالية وخير النشاط The Prophet ﷺ has directed the Muslim with a number of etiquettes, great etiquettes and noble mannerisms for when a believer goes to sleep. And these etiquettes and mannerisms that are mentioned for the believer when going to sleep there are great effects that arise from them praiseworthy affairs that arise from them from these etiquettes before going to sleep if a muslim guards over them from the effects of them of maintaining your supplications before sleep and the etiquettes before sleep is that you will find calmness in your sleep and you will find tranquility and serenity in your sleep and comfort and safety from evils and calamities and that you arise and wake upon a good self and with high energy and focus they are from the impacts of the one who guards over his etiquettes of sleeping and supplications before sleeping and the opposite is true as well somebody who does not guard over safeguard their supplications their remembrances their etiquettes before sleeping then there is a possibility they will awaken upon laziness upon no energy upon fatigue so here now min dhalika ma thabata fi as-sahihain min hadith al-bara ibn azib radiyallahu anhu qala qala li rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so from the duas and the supplications Uh, what is mentioned in al-Bukhari and Muslim 
في صحيح البخاري عن صحيح مسلم from the hadith of al-bara ibn azib from the hadith of al-bara ibn azib رضي الله عنه قال قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said to me إذا أتيت مضجعك فتوضع وضوءك للصلاة ثم الضجع على شقك الأيمن ثم قل that when you go to your bed make wudu first the wudu that you would normally make for prayer then lie down on your right hand side and say Allahumma inni aslamtu nafsi ilayka wa wajjahtu wajhi ilayka that oh Allah indeed I submit myself to you and I direct my face to you وفوضت أمري إليك وألجأت ظهري إليك رغبة ورهبة إليك لا ملجأ ولا منجا منك إلا إليك and that I entrust my affairs to you and I place myself in your protection hoping and fearing you and there is no safeguard and protection from you except to you, with you. Amantu bi kitabika alladhi anzalta. I believe in the book that you have revealed. Wa bi nabiyyika alladhi arsalta. And in the Prophet, your Prophet, which you sent, who you sent, فَإِن مُتَّ مِن لَيْلَتِكَ مُتَّ وَأَنْتَ عَلَى الْفِطْرَةِ Then the messenger said, after mentioning that dua, that if you then die that night, you will have died upon your natural innate nature, upon Tawheed. وَجْعَلْهُنَّ مِنْ آخِرِ كَلَامِكَ And make this dua the last thing. Make it the last thing from your supplications before sleep. Al He said, I then repeated those words in order to remember them. And when he was repeating them to the messenger, he said, I believe in your messenger who you sent. The Prophet ﷺ said to him, No, وَبِنَبِيِّكَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ And in your Prophet who you sent. فَهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ So the actual dua part is, اللَّهُمَّ إِنِّي أَسْلَمْتُ نَفْسِي إِلَيْكَ وَوَجَّهْتُ وَجْهِ إِلَيْكَ وَفَوَّضْتُ أَمْرِي إِلَيْكَ وَأَلْجَأْتُ ظَهْرِ إِلَيْكَ رَغْبَةً وَرَهْبَةً إِلَيْكَ لَا مَلْجَأَ وَلَا مَنْجَا مِنْكَ إِلَّا إِلَيْكَ آمَنْتُ بِكِتَابِكَ الَّذِي أَنْزَلْتَ وَبِنَبِيِّكَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ 
that, O Allah, I submit myself to you and direct my face to you and entrust my affairs in you and put my safeguarding to you, that you are the one who will safeguard me. I have my hope and my fear in you. There is no other safeguard or protection from you except to you, with you. Only with you is that safety. I believe in your book that you sent, that you revealed, and your prophet that you sent. So that is the dua that the messenger said you should make as your final supplication. فَهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ الْعَظِيمِ يَشْتَمِلُ عَلَى بَعْضِ الْآدَابِ الَّتِي يَحْسُنُ بِالْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يُحَافِظَ عَلَيْهَ عِنْدَ نَوْمِهِ so this hadith then has within it some of the etiquettes that a Muslim should safeguard, should preserve, should make sure he implements before sleep. وَقَدْ أَرْشَدَ صلى الله عليه وسلم أول ما أرشد في هذا الحديث من أوى إلى فراشه أن يتوضأ وضوءه للصلاة the first thing that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned here was that when you go to sleep or when you're going to go to your bed, then make wudu. As you usually make for the prayer, that same wudu. Make wudu. وَذَلِكَ لِيَكُونَ عِنْدَ النَّوْمِ عَلَىٰ أَكْمَلِ أَحْوَالِهِ and that is, so that when you go to sleep, you are upon the best state possible. Upon a state of purification. Upon a state of wudu. وَلِيَكُونَ ذِكْرُهُ لِلَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ عِنْدَ نَوْمِهِ عَلَىٰ حَالِ الطَّهَارَةِ And so that the supplications before going to sleep, this dua and the previous ones we've mentioned, Ayatul Kursi, the last two ayat of Al-Baqarah, etc. That all of these supplications, you do them whilst being upon a state of purity. Whilst being upon wudu. Rather than doing those adhkar and supplications without being upon wudu. Being upon wudu is a superior state. A state of purification. That is the better state for a Muslim to be in when doing the remembrance of Allah, when doing those supplications before sleep, upon a state of purification and wudu. ثُمَّ وَجَّهَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَنَامَ الْمُسْلِمُ عَلَىٰ شِقِّهِ الْأَيْمَنِ Then the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that a Muslim should sleep on his right hand side. That a Muslim should sleep on his right hand side. وَهِيَ أَكْمَلُ أَحْوَالِ الْمُسْلِمِ فِي نَوْمِهِ And that is the best position, best state for a Muslim to be sleeping in, on his right hand side. ثُمَّ أَرْشَدَهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَهُوَ عَلَى هَذِهِ الْحَالِ الْكَامِلَةِ أَنْ يَبْدَأَ فِي مُنَاجَاتِ رَبِّهِ عِزَّ وَجَلْ بِذَلِكَ الدُّعَاءِ الْعَظِيمِ الَّذِي أَرْشَدَ إِلَيْهِ صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَمْهُ عَلَيْهِ Then, after you've now made wudu, 
and you are lying down in your bed on your right hand side, then the messenger informed us of this dua, this tremendous dua that you are then supposed to recite. وَإِنَّ مِمَّا يَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَعْتَنِيَ بِهِ الْمُسْلِمُ فِي مِثْلِ هَذَا الْمَقَامِ أَنْ يَتَأَمَّلَ مَعَانِيَ الْأَدْعِيَةِ وَالْأَذْكَارِ الْمَأْثُورَةِ لِيَكُونَ ذَلِكَ أَكْمَلَ لَهُ فِي مُنَاجَاتِهِ لِرَبِّهِ عِزَّ وَجَلْ وَدُعَائِهِيَّةِ And something that is very appropriate and suitable and a requirement. You should do this is that the Muslim should know the meanings of these du'as that he is reciting. It is befitting and appropriate and suitable that a Muslim should know the meanings of these du'as, the meanings of these supplications that you are reciting, so that when you call upon Allah, and in these du'as you are calling upon Allah, that when you call upon Allah and you supplicate to Allah, then you are doing that in the best possible way. And the best possible way you can do that is when you actually understand what you are calling upon Allah for. What dua you are actually making to Allah, that's when you will do that in the best possible way. As opposed to somebody who doesn't understand the meanings at all, and he's just reading the du'as, they will not have the real impact and the real recognition and realization of what these du'as are. So the Muslim should know and understand what these du'as mean when he recites them. وَعِنْدَمَا نَتَأَمَّلُ هَذَا الدُّعَاءَ الْعَظِيمِ الْوَارِدَ فِي هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ نَجِدُ أَنَّهُ اشْتَمَلَ مِنَ الْمَعَانِ الْجَلِيلَةِ وَالْمَقَاصِدِ الْعَظِيمَةِ عَلَى جَانِبٍ عَظِيمٍ and this dua in particular, if you think about the meanings of this dua, you will recognize and realize that it encompasses a great deal of tremendous meanings in it. And it is befitting for a Muslim and good for a Muslim to remember those and think about those tremendous meanings in this dua and what he is saying when making this dua before sleep. So what are those meanings then? At the beginning of the dua you say, after you've made wudu and you are now lying down in your bed, on your right hand side. Allahumma inni aslamtu nafsi ilayka. That's the first thing. That oh Allah, I submit myself to you. I submit myself to you. Ay innani ya Allah qad raditu tamam ar-rida an takuna nafsi tahta mashi'atik. Meaning when you say that I submit myself to you the meaning of that is that I O oh Allah am absolutely upon contentment and happiness upon absolute contentment and happiness to submit my soul myself to submit myself to be under your will that I am absolutely content 
and comfortable and happy and overjoyed in fact that I submit myself to be under your will. تَتَصَرَّفُ فِيهَا بِمَا شِئْتَ That you do with me as you wish. وَتَقْضِي فِيهَا بِمَا أَرَدْتَ مِنْ إِمْسَاكِهَا وَإِرْسَالِهَا And that you decree upon it, upon myself, upon my soul, you decree upon me whatever you wish from either death or life. Perhaps a person goes to sleep and does not wake up, dies. Perhaps a person wakes up, lives. You say that I am upon absolute contentment, no qualms whatsoever, that I am under the submission to you, that you decree whatever you wish, whether you give me life or whether you decree death upon me. فَأَنْتَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَقَالِيدُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ You are the one, O oh Allah, who has all of the control of the affairs of the heavens and the earth. وَنَوَاصِ الْعِبَادِ جَمِيعَهُمْ مَعْقُودَةِ بِقَضَائِكَ وَقَدَرِكَ And the the literal phrase, the foreheads of the servants, meaning your servants. Your servants, all of them, are bound by your decree. All of the servants, we are bound by your decree. You can decree within your servants as you wish. You judge and rule upon them with what you wish. Nobody can prevent your decree and nobody can bring about any point or attempt to uh, uh, have any influence thereafter upon the decree that you make. Nobody can then mention anything or do anything or have any influence after your decree is decreed. لَا مُعَقِّبَ لِحُكْمِكَ وَقَوْلُهُ وَفَوَّضْتُ أَمْرِي إِلَيْكَ And I entrust my affairs to you. أَيْ جَعَلْتُ شَأْنِي كُلَّهُ إِلَيْكَ That all of my affairs, I entrust them to you. وَفِي هَذَا الْاِعْتِمَادُ عَلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَالتَّوَكُّلِ التَّامِ عَلَيْهِ And that is an indication of your absolute reliance and dependence and trust in Allah. إِذْ لَا حَوْلَ لِلْعَبْدِ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى because a servant has no might, no power, except by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you say, وَأَلْجَأْتُ ظَهْرِي إِلَيْكَ That I literally uh, uh, place my back into your trust and safety, meaning that I seek refuge with you. That I seek refuge with you and I seek protection and safety and safeguarding with you. 
اي اسندته الى حفظك ورعايتك that I place myself in your safeguarding in your protection in your care لما علمت انه لا سند يتقوى به سواك because I know that there is no other place person anywhere that you can seek safeguard or safeguarding and protection besides you there is no other place where you can gain that safety and strength except in you ولا ينفع احدا الا حماك and no one can be benefited except by your protection وفي هذا اشاره إلى افتقار العبد إلى الله جل وعلا في شأنه كله في نومه ويقظته وحركته وسكونه وصار حاله and that there highlights the need of the servant to Allah in all of his affairs the need of a servant to Allah in all of his affairs that you are in poverty before your Lord you are in need of your lord and you recognize how small a creation you are to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so you entrust all of your affairs to allah you are in need in all of your affairs whether it's in sleeping or when you're awake when you're in activity or when you're in a lack of activity in whatever you might be doing whatever your circumstance might be then you know that you are a small servant in poverty before your lord in the need of your lord alja'tu dhahri ilayka that's the meaning of it and then you say raghbatan wa rahbatan ilayk that i do all of that having fear and hope in you with fear and hope in you ay innani aqulu ma sabaqa kullahu wa ana raghibun rahibun that i say all of that that you have said so far in the dua i say all of that while being in a state of having hope in you and having that fear from you ay raghibun tamam arraghbah في فضلك الواسع وانعامك العظيم meaning that i have my absolute hope in you for your great blessing and favor your expansive blessing and favor and great blessings i have my full hope in that from you وراهب منك ومن كل امر يوقع في سخطك whilst at the same time being in fear of any affair that may cause me to fall into your anger wa hadha huwa sha'n al-anbiya' wal-salihin min 'ibadillah yajma'una fi du'a'ihim bayna ar-raghab wal-rahab and this is the way of the prophets and the righteous ones from the servants of Allah that they combine between fear and hope in their supplications and du'as to Allah 
as Allah told us in the Quran, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ وَيَدْعُونَنَا رَغَبًا وَرَهَبًا وَكَانُوا لَنَا خَاشِعِينَ That indeed they were quick to the goodness, to do the goodness, and they called upon their Lord with hope and fear, and they were upon that submission to Him. Then you say in the dua, لَا مَلْجَأَ وَلَا مَنْجَأَ مِنْكَ إِلَّا إِلَيْكَ That there is no other resort, there is no other point of salvation, except in you, except with you, except to you. Nowhere else to resort to, nowhere else to go seek shelter, nowhere else to go seek safety, except to you. That we must come to you. Ayla Maladha Wala Mahraba Wala Mahlas Min Akubatika Illa Bil Fazai Ilaik Wala Itimadi Alaik. There is no other place to flee to. There is no other place to run to. No other place to seek safety in from your punishment except to return back to you and to put the trust and dependence in you. As Allah said in the Qur'an, So flee to Allah. Flee to Allah. وَكَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَى كَلَّا لَا وَزَرِ إِلَى رَبِّكَ يَوْمَئِذٍ الْمُسْتَقَرِ That on that day, it is to your Lord that will be that, that end place, that abode, that rest, that destination. ثُمَّ قَالْ Then you say, آمَنْتُ بِكِتَابِكَ أَلَّذِي أَنزَلْتَ وَبِنَبِيِّكَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ That I believe in your book that you have revealed, and in your prophet, that you have sent. أي آمنت بكتابك العظيم القرآن الكريم الذي لا يأتيه الباطل من بين يديه ولا من خلفه تنزيل من حكيم الحميد. That I believe in your great book, the noble Quran, that which no falsehood can come upon it. Neither from before it nor behind it. And it is the revelation from the all-wise, the praiseworthy. آمَنْتُ وَأَقْرَرْتُ أَنَّهُ وَحِقُ وَتَنْزِيلُكُ عَلَى عَبْدِكَ وَرَسُولِكَ نَبِيِّنَ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ I acknowledge and affirm that it is indeed your revelation that you sent upon your servant and messenger, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَأَنَّهُ مُشْتَمِلٌ عَلَى الْحَقِّ وَالْهُدَى وَالنُّورِ And I recognize that indeed it contains the truth and guidance and light. وَأَمَنْتُ كَذَلِكَ بِنَبِيِّكَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ وَهُوَ مُحَمَّدٌ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمُ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولُهُ وَخِيرَتُهُ مِنْ خَلْقِهِ And I believe 
in your Prophet who you sent, and he is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the servant of Allah and his messenger, and the chosen one by Allah from his creation. Al-Mab'uth, rahmatan lil'alameen, the messenger, the prophet who was sent as a mercy to all of mankind, آمَنْتُ بِهِ وَبِكُلِّ مَا جَاءَ That I believe in him, the messenger who was sent as a mercy to mankind and jinn, I believe in him and in everything he came with. فَهُوَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى because he, the Prophet ﷺ, does not speak from desire. In huwa illa wahyun yuha. Rather, that is revelation revealed to him. فَكُلُّ مَا بِهِ فَهُوَ صِدْقٌ So everything that comes, he came with, everything he came with, then it is the truth. It is the truth, it is the correct speech and revelation he came with. So when you say, Alladhi arsalta, the Prophet who you sent, Ay ila kafatil khalqi bashiran wa nadhira, the Prophet that you sent to all of creation as a bringer of glad tidings and as a warner, وَدَاعِيًا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِإِذْنِهِ وَسِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا And a caller to Allah by His permission and an enlightening a lantern. فَبَلَّغَ الرِّسَالَ وَأَدَّ الْأَمَانَةِ So he conveyed the message and fulfilled the trust. وَنَصَحَ الْأُمَّةِ And he advised the Ummah. وَجَاهَدَ فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جِهَادِهِ And he strove in the path of Allah with that rightful jihad. حَتَّى أَتَاهُ الْيَقِينَ Up until death came to him. ثُمَّ قَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Then the Prophet said, after mentioning all of that dua, مُبَيِّنًا فَضِيلَةَ هَذَا الدُّعَاءِ وَعِظَمْ الْخَيْرِ وَالْفَضَلِ المترتب عليه. Then the Prophet ﷺ highlighted, clarified, the great virtue of this dua, and the great amount of goodness and favor, virtue, that is compounded upon this dua, that arises as a consequence of this dua. And so the messenger said, فَإِن That if you die, then you die upon your correct state, the natural state, the innate state of Tawheed, of Al-Islam. Meaning you die upon Islam as a Muslim. فَالْإِسْلَامُ هُوَ دِينُ الْفِطْرَةِ Because Islam, it is the religion of the innate nature, the natural disposition of Tawheed. As Allah said, 
فأقم وجهك للدين حنيفا فطرة الله التي فطر الناس عليها and establish your face or, or, or raise your face for the religion upon Tawheed that is the fitrat Allah the innate or the natural position upon which mankind has been created upon the position of Tawheed وَقَدْ جَاءَ فِي بَعْضِ رِوَايَاتِ هَذَا الْحَدِيثَ أَنَّهُ قَالَ وَإِنْ أَصْبَحْتَ أَصَبْتَ خَيْرًا In some versions of the hadith it says, and if you wake up, then you have certainly attained goodness. You will certainly have attained goodness. أي إن لم تمت من ليلتك تلك أصبت في الصباح خيرا ثوابا لك على اهتمامك بهذا الأمر. That if you don't die that night and you awaken, then you will certainly awaken to achieve goodness. The reward for you striving upon that dua and supplication before sleep. وَقَدْ أَرْشَدَ صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَجْعَلَ الْمُسْلِمُ هَذَا الدُّعَا فِي آخِرِ الدَّعَوَاتِ وَلَذْكَارِ أَلَّتِي يَقُولُهَا الْمُسْلِمُ عِنْدَ نَوْمِهِ And this particular dua the messenger informed us should be the last one. There's multiple du'as, ayatul uh, kursi and the last two ayat of al-Baqarah and qul huwa Allahu ahad, qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq, qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. Multiple du'as we've been going through. This one the messenger said make it the last one. لِتَكُونَ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ آخِرَ كَلَامِ الْمُسْلِمِ عِنْدَ نَوْمِهِ وَلِهَذَا قَالَ وَجْعَلْهُنَّ آخِرَ مَا تَقُولُ So that these words of this dua are your final words before sleeping. That these are the final words before you sleep. And that's why the messenger said, وَجْعَلْهُنَّ آخِرَ مَا تَقُولُ And make them the last thing that you say. وَفِي قَوْلِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عِلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لِلْبَرَاءِ لَمَّا رَدَّدَ الدُّعَاءَ أَمَامَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِ اسْتِذْكَارِهِ And when Al-Bara' ibn Azib was then practicing that dua in front of the messenger to make sure he knows it, he ended up saying, وَرَسُولُكَ أَلَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ And I believe in your messenger that you sent. But the Prophet said to him, لا, it's وَبِنَبِيِّكَ أَلَّذِي أَرْسَلْتَ and I believe in your Prophet that you sent. دليل على أهمية التقيد بهذه الأذكار حسب ألفاظها الواردة لكمالها في مبناها ومعناها. This indicates that with these du'as, you are supposed to stick to the exact wordings as they've been mentioned. To try and recite them as they are exactly as they've been mentioned. Because they've been mentioned with particular words for a reason. Those words are the most accurate and best words in those du'as. So you should read them exactly as they are. فَهَذَا دُعَاءٌ عَظِيمٌ يَنْبَغِي عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يُحَافِظَ عَلَيْهِ عِنْدَ نَوْمِهِ So this is a tremendous du'a and it is appropriate that a Muslim guards over it, reads it before sleeping. وَيَتَأَمَّلْ فِي دَلَالَاتِهِ الْعَظِيمَ وَمْعَانِيهِ الْجَلِيلَةِ and that a Muslim ponders over and thinks about the great meanings of this dua. لِيَظْهَرَ بِعَظِيمِ مَوْعُودِ اللَّهِ لِمَنْ حَافَظَ عَلَيْهِ وَعَتَنَا بِهِ So that he can be successful and victorious by gaining the great promise of Allah 
for the ones who guard over this dua and give it attention and importance. And then at the end the Shaykh makes dua, Wallah al-Kareem, nas'aluhu, or nas'alu an yuwafiqana wa iyaakum lil-muhafadha alayhi wal-inaya bih, wa an yuwafiqana likulli khayrin uhibbuhu yarda, fi dunya wa akhirah. That we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the kind, the generous, that he gives us the ability and success to be able to safeguard uh, this particular dua and to recite it every night and give it importance and look after it in reading it every night and understanding it and thinking about it and that he uh, gives us success to all of that which is good and that he loves and pleases him in this world and the afterlife. That brings us to the end of this particular dua from the ad'iyah, from the du'as that are to be recited before sleep. And that will be where we'll conclude it. And inshallah ta'ala, next week then we'll start with the next du'a, with the next chapter. Uh, as you may be aware now, the time we are doing it earlier to finish before Maghrib. So next week again, we're going to try and start at 8 p.m. Uh, sorry, 8.15 p.m. 8.15 p.m. Inshallah ta'ala next week as well And then we'll be able to get a full hour in next week before Maghrib So make sure to arrive earlier 8.15pm next week As it was today as well So we'll continue with that one next week